Hello, fellow food enthusiasts. It's Sarah here. On today's episode, we're going to be interviewing one of my favorite bartenders, Dylan Curtis of Purple Patch. Formerly known as Mr. Grumpy Pants, he has finally found his happy place. Here's Dylan. We're here on In Cravings We Trust with Dylan Curtis, who has served me quite a few drinks over the years, and yet I have enough brain cells to do this interview with him. So thank you for joining me. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. Yeah. So uh, how do we know each other? So I think it starts uh, when you began coming to Kitty O'Shea's when I was still the general manager and bartender over there. Uh, you quickly made yourself a regular, and here we are. Yeah. Uh, was Kitty O'Shea's your first time working in the service industry? Uh, it was not my first time in the service industry. It was my first time bartending when I started there. Uh, I started out as the brunch bartender. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was my for definitely my longest job in the service industry. Yeah. What was that like? For me, I really just enjoy. I just enjoy small neighborhood dive bars. That's just the feel I like. Like even working in Mount Pleasant, I like to go to the Raven after work because it's that's just the vibe I want. Um, there was a good amount of that at Kitty's, but uh, what happens working in a place like that? Uh, especially with such a small team and being responsible for basically everything involving running the restaurant. Um, it's kind of like a crash course in learning the ins and outs of how a restaurant works. You got to pick it all up real quick or it doesn't really work. How did you evolve as a bartender and as a service industry worker over time at Kitty's? Well, I mean, I think the biggest, the easiest thing to point to is definitely just the experience and just going through that and gaining a massive understanding of how restaurants operate, what I need to do to prepare myself for situations, for special events, things like that. And given that's more on the management side than the bartending side, bartending I ju is just learning how to be as efficient as possible. You know, we ran a place where I, you maybe be, as the bartender, the only front of house employee. And then I have one cook in the back. So if I get slammed, I get like 50 people in at once. It's just, okay, you got to do this by yourself and be as efficient as possible. So you don't just get buried for the rest of the night. Mm -hmm. And it's a, just a lot of things you learn and how to be quicker, how to set yourself up for those situations so that you're not caught off guard when that happens. Where, where did you like to kind of blow off steam when you were after hours all right kitties um i guess at kitties or even now if the places remain the same yeah i say at kitties there was a i mean we close at like 3 a.m and then by the time i'm done cleaning it's like five in the morning so, oh wow yeah after hours was there wasn't really after hours for that <laughs> <laughs> um i mean i'd be lying if, if i said i didn't have uh a friend over here and there hanging out with me while i was closing mm -hmm. and that was just kind of my late night thing there uh purple patch is different because we're not we're not that kind of place you know it's more food focused we are a restaurant and the food is great but mm -hmm. because we're more restaurant focused we don't we don't have a bar that's open until three in the morning generally i'm closing the bar by 11 midnight um and i'm out by like one so typically because I've lived, I've lived in Mount Pleasant since 2013, I want to say. Mm -hmm. So I 
now that I work in Mount Pleasant, I pretty much just don't leave Mount Pleasant. So I get off work, I'll walk down to the Raven or I'll go down to Mark's and then just go home from there. So yeah. when you um when you moved to Mount Pleasant, at what point did you learn about Purple Patch? That's a good question. So Purple Patch would have opened in 2015. And I I guess my first memory of Purple Patch was just noticing that the signs on the building has changed because it used to be uh, tonic. And then on the other side was uh, Radius Pizza. Mm -hmm. And I had always gone by those places. And then one day I walked by and I saw these signs that said Purple Patch. And I was like, what is that? I don't know what Purple Patch is. Mm -hmm. I didn't think much of it because at the time I was, you know, I was still... I think I had just become GM at Kitties or somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. And I just was, I was working like 70 hours a week. Yeah. At least. So I didn't, I didn't really hang out outside of work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there was the occasional times I'd make it out, but it was few and far between. But I would say that changed when I moved into the building, actually. So my girlfriend at the time and I had started renting a condo in the building right above Purple Patch, basically. Mm -hmm. So obviously now I'm walking by the restaurant all the time. Uh, if I'm lazy and don't want to cook, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to walk down the hall to Purple Patch and get some food. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'd see a lot of um, basically the regular staff there at the time. You know, we had Caroline and Braden, uh, Bridget, Zach. Those are like all the bartenders. Patrice, obviously, is always there. And just over time, just getting to know them, just seeing them down the hall all the time. Like, hey, neighbor, whatever. So when I went to Purple Patch, I was drawn by all things pork. Yeah. What were the things that you were drawn to when you first uh, went there? Definitely the pork. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, we have to be honest, it starts with two things, right? It's the lumpia and it's the sisig. And like, mm -hmm. uh, for me, honestly, it took me a long time to order something other than the sisig because it's just delicious, but I'm glad I did because there's some great stuff on that menu. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. And would you ever get any of the cocktails there? Yeah, for sure. There's some I personally wouldn't like the Palawan. Uh, it's not my thing, but that's a personal taste. It's a sweeter cocktail. Right? Yeah. It's like a Filipino pina colada, mm -hmm. which is just, I understand there are people who like it. I understand why people like it, but it's just not my thing personally. But yeah, I think, I think we have a lot of fun with our cocktail menu in general. Uh, we try to change it pretty regularly. Minus the few like staple cocktails, right? Mm -hmm. If you you have your Palo on and your spicy margarita, everybody loves those. We just keep those. Those are just house cocktails, right? But we try to have fun. That's like one of my favorite parts, honestly. Bartending is like playing around the cocktails, trying to do like yeah. the next season's cocktails, and like, all right, let's see what we can mess with and make something happen. Yeah, there was a I think it was a spicy calamansi hot tea maybe it wasn't spicy but there was yeah. a hot calamansi, hot calamansi tea. tea you yeah. can add the spicy tequila to it that's what it, it was yeah. yeah that was really good <laughs> and that was more of like a winter fall drink right uh yeah so that one's actually always on the menu oh um yeah it, it's basically it's like a hot toddy like you know you had a scratchy throat or something here's some mm -hmm. hot water uh honey and lemon juice Guys really um, are pharmacists, little, not feeling yeah. well, have booze. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you do without the booze, too. It's still Can nice. you, though? Like... Well, do you want to? Probably not. Yeah. 
my little is rolling in her grave right yeah. now. Like, what are you doing to this fruit that I cherish? Um, so. yeah. I mean, I, calamansi is just delicious. We use it everywhere. Like, it's all over the menu. We uh, we make our own sour mix in house, and we use calamansi to make our sour mix. We have calamansi juice. We have calamansi soda. We have uh, spicy calamansi sauce for wings and other things. It's just everywhere i feel like calamansi is underappreciated like because ube is something that blew up completely and it's not ube is not bad i love ube but calamansi is a whole nother element that america has yet to explore i would say calamansi is more versatile than ube is yeah um but i'll take both yeah so you mentioned that there's uh seasonal cocktails that purple patch works on is Mm. there anything coming up in the spring that you've been toying with or is that um, secrets? <laughs> yeah, nothing yet. Um, I, I wouldn't want to bring anything up because right now all I have is a bunch of ideas that we haven't really messed with yet. Yeah. Um, so like I could tell you about something now and then we try it out and be like, I hate this. We're not using this. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we're working on that over the next like month. We want to try to have an idea of what that's going to look like before we get to St. Patrick's Day, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know that when I moved to DC, this is kind of related. Uh, when I moved to DC, I realized that there's a huge combo culture here. Yeah. And I discovered that, especially at Kitty O'Shea's. And that's when I became a frat guy and ordered <laughs> a lot of PBR fireballs. <laughs> I'm curious if, in your opinion, is there a place in Purple Patch for a combo? I don't know. That's a good question. I think if we were to do something like that, it would obviously be very different than what we did at Kitty's. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just PBR or Natty Bow and whatever. But I mean, I, I'm i not against the idea of trying to do like a Filipino combo. Like here's a San Miguel and a shot of Tanduai. I don't know, yeah, or a like Red that. Horse and uh, Kasama. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want to do a Red Horse combo. It's like, a, it's a little aggressive. That's like an 8% ABV beer. And I'm like, eh. We'll take a time with that. <laughs> <laughs> so with all this knowledge of Purple Patch, um, I'm wondering what made you take the plunge to start working there? It's actually kind of funny. Uh, so Kitty's shut down in September of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that time, I was still living above Purple Patch. And so Patrice uh, and Bridget and Alex basically Patrice being the owner, Alex and Bridget were the management managers at the time, along with Jose would kind of jokingly ask me when they see me, he's like, Hey, you ready to start working with us? And I was like, I'm I'm taking time off. I'm not doing it. I was like, I just spent six months basically closing down a restaurant in the pandemic. And like, I don't want to see the inside of a restaurant. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I was just like way too stressful six months. And so I'd laugh it off. I'm like, no, I'm taking vacation. I'm not not bartending and definitely not managing anymore and that went on for probably about 13 months okay it's a a break (laughs) yeah yeah it was nice it was refreshing running a restaurant especially in those first six months of the pandemic i'm sure anybody who's done it can testify is just ridiculously stressful Mm -hmm. and it's yeah i said like that yeah i mean after those six months i was just burnt out i didn't didn't want to do it uh, I spent a lot of time focusing on taking classes. I was taking classes online, went back to school to do that. Mm-hmm. What kind of classes? Uh, I was towards a business degree, finishing that. 
and then I worked for a friend of a friend uh, at the farmers markets basically during those 16 months and the occasional pop-up events. So still kind of food service, but like a say. little, a little different, a little more, less responsibility for one, <laughs> not being a manager anymore, but also just less stressful being able to work outdoors and do all that, just given what things were at that time. And so I basically just did that, took classes for a while. Um, and after a while, you just start to miss it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, right, I think I can go back to bartending. And I still swore up and down. I was like, I'm not going to be a manager anymore. I will not do it. You can't pay me enough to be a GM again. <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> you sound like a an NBA player who like missed the game and was like, all right, I'm, I'm coming back. <laughs> uh, it's like Jordan coming back from baseball, going into basketball, like, fuck this and going back. <laughs> baseball's too slow for me <laughs> on the topic of the nba i've always been curious because it's safe to assume that you like basketball oh, yeah. yeah uh as a service industry worker is there an nba player that you relate to um so we've had this discussion before and i feel like my answer has changed slightly Okay. Uh, I think my answer before was Devin Booker. It was. Yeah. I don't know. It's actually probably still the same. <laughs> why, why Devin Booker? Um, I, I love the versatility in his game. I love that he's, it, he's one, partially because I like to think that my actual game is similar to Devin Booker's, um, obviously on a far more minor scale. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But he he's a scorer to the level where he can just take over a game and score 50 points if he needs to. But yeah. he can also step back and, like, beat his teammates and end up with, like, 15 assists and just facilitate the offense and let his teammates do their thing. And I think that kind of versatility just speaks to me a lot. And in terms of the leadership, at Purple Patch, which NBA coach best relates to the godmother Patrice? (laughs) (laughs) Which coach? Yeah. Uh, Probably say a Phil Jackson. Oh, wow. Because of, well, it's the way she, she will sometimes just pull people aside and have this little like motivational talks with them kind of thing and just do that from time to time here. And she's a Patrice, I mean, Patrice also being like a, a Marine and like especially former drill instructor. She's like, she knows how to get the best out of people when she needs to. Have you seen the last game or the last dance? Mm -mm. Oh, there's this, um, definitely watch it sometime. But when you mentioned the like heart to heart talks, there's this great scene where um, (laughs) Phil Jackson and um, Dennis Rodman have a moment and they just talk about Native American tribes and Dennis Rodman talks about, you know, that really resonated with me in terms of like team building. So I imagine those moments. I really got to meet Patrice. Long story short, she (laughs) feels unattainable to me right now. She's a very, very busy woman. She's, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, she's, she's got a four-year-old and she's running a restaurant. Um, And I want to say by herself, obviously she has the team with her, you know, the management team and uh, all the rest of us, but it's her baby right yeah Yeah. (laughs) 
What do you like about the Purple Patch team? I, I think it's just most of the team just works really well together. And we're all friends outside of work. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there are, there are some exceptions. Like I'm not hanging out with like our our high school takeout people, like outside of work, things like that. Right. Like we're still friends, but like, yeah, within reason, like, you know, me, Zach, uh, Bridget, Aaron, yeah, just everybody hangs out. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's nice to have that on a team, not have those those like negative feelings towards other people, I guess. Um, like we all have our frustrations in work, but like we yeah. all like each other as people. Like a family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so out of everyone on the team, is there a particular face that gets you through the day? <laughs> Well, that's definitely Zach, who was my co-bartender on Friday and Saturday nights. How long have you known Zach for? Um, so I've known Zach probably going back to moving into the building. You know, I lived up, like I said, I lived upstairs. And a lot of times I, I don't have a TV in my place. I don't really watch a lot of TV. But every <laughs> once in a while you have things like the... You know, there's a big baseball game going on or a big basketball game or something, and it's like the last minute, and I'll be like, I'll get an update on my phone. I'll be like, oh shit, let me run downstairs and like just sit at the bar and watch it. Yeah. So like, I've known Zach going back to I don't know 2016, just like as a patron, but we've been working together since. We actually didn't start. We didn't work together when I first started working at Purple Patch. Okay. It was probably like four months in or so we started working together like just on a per shift basis we just had separate days on and off Mm -hmm. and at what point did you decide this is a man I want to get romantically involved with (laughs) (laughs) Uh, probably the end of our first full like Friday night shift it was like wow that was that was great we killed that and it was like it's one of those things when you're when you're bartending with somebody it's like it's like a dance, right? You you just move around each other seamlessly and you all know what you're doing. You communicate sometimes without speaking. It's just like non-purple. You, it just flows. Yeah. And it's like, it's nice to have that because it's not all the time. There's a lot of people I've worked with behind a bar where I'm just like, I can't get around you. I don't know what you're doing. I can't do this. <laughs> um, but that's never been the case with me and Zach. And that, that was just great. Yeah. I know and then we started talking basketball. Yeah. I was gonna say, I think <laughs> you guys are very much into basketball and music. Um, in terms of basketball, is there an NBA player that best relates to Zach? I would say Zach would definitely say Marcus Smart. He would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the yeah. Celtics. Anyways, <laughs> it's another discussion for another time. <laughs> I will say Zach's a good defensive player. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, is there a song that reminds you of Zach fondly? <laughs> well, there's a few songs, but we did just discover. So my birthday was relatively recently, February 6th. And I found out that February 6th is also Axl Rose's birthday. Oh. Um, turns out Zach's birthday is the same as Slash. So Zach shares a birthday with Slash and I share a birthday with Axl Rose. That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, it's pretty funny. So I want to say we have to find like a Guns N' Roses song. 
Uh, we haven't picked one out yet. So save it for the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know you guys work together a lot on the weekends, at least on Fridays. Uh, is there a shared drink that you guys will take to get yourselves going through the shift? Typically, it's just for that, but that's <laughs> just typically all I drink. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of a lot of for that, a lot of beer. And would you say that's the drink you guys would have if you were to ride into the sunset together, sitting on the porch steps? Hundred percent. I like to think I'd have like a like a shoulder holster that would just have like bottles of Fernet in it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm surprised you weren't on a Fernet commercial for the Super Bowl, to be uh, quite honest. I should have been. <laughs> Tried to email them, they never got back to me though. So. They're lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, it sounds like you've found a sense of family and community at Purple Patch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of how I feel about Mount Pleasant in general. I mean, it is by far my favorite neighborhood in D.C. I've lived there for a decade, and, like, if I can help it, I'm not moving out of Mount Pleasant. Although I, I have to say I'm not very fond of the idea of paying almost half a million dollars for, like, a 700-square-foot condo. Yeah. But that's what it takes to figure it out. <laughs> How do you think Purple Patch has um, opened up the community of Mount Pleasant? So it's, it's an interesting concept. I think it's one thing I especially realized last night that I guess that there's a lot of people who have really traveled to come to Purple Patch mm -hmm. there. We had like a few families last night who said they drove like 45 minutes to get there. I was like, wow. Okay. And Mount they Pleasant. had to park in Mount Pleasant. Yeah. And, and then wait an hour and a half for a table. Wow. And they were willing to do that. I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> like that's, it means a lot that someone's willing to give that much of their time to experience like, what you're creating as a restaurant mm -hmm. yeah. yeah was purple patch your first encounter with filipino food um it was not my first i can't remember the name of the place but it was it, it's definitely taken me a lot farther into filipino food than i ever realized how was so there um just the extensive amount of the menu and Talking to Patrice's mom, Mama Alice, who likes to hang out during the day a lot, mm -hmm. just talking about some of the food and some of the stuff she had growing up. I don't know. It's been an interesting experience just learning more about how certain ingredients are used and where they're where they're used and the different ways that they do certain dishes in different regions, things like that. You know. I think the power between um, the power with Filipino mm -hmm. food, because I'm part Filipino, as you know, is that there's a sense of comfort. Is yeah. is there any particular dish that Purple Patch serves where you eat it and you feel at home? I think that's like half the menu, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least. Yeah, like coconut braised short rib adobo, the escabeche, sisig, I don't know, but all of the adobos all of them yeah <laughs> the mushroom adobo the cauliflower adobo the eggplant adobo the chicken adobo the pork adobo all of it yeah <laughs> have you ever tried cooking filipino food i uh i have not i have tried rolling lumpia um my brother's fiance is actually a filipino mm -hmm. um and they made a bunch of lumpia uh for thanksgiving and a couple other times um but 
I didn't have much of a hand in that. <laughs> I think um, all I'm going to say is if you know how to roll other stuff, you can roll Olympia, and that's yeah, all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. You got to make sure it's tight, though. Yeah, you definitely. <laughs> yeah, I um, I dated someone who was he was really good at rolling stuff. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. <laughs> rolling stuff. Rolling stuff. If you can yeah. roll stuff, you can roll Olympia. <laughs> It's like that quote from Dodgeball, right? You can dodge a brick, you can dodge a ball. You can roll a blunt, you can roll a lump, yeah. Oh, man, he said it. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Ooh. Disclaimer, I do not do that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think it's time to wrap this up with a couple questions about you specifically. Sure. Um, what is your drink of choice when you're ending the night at Purple Patch? I shot it for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy one. That, yeah, I knew it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what do you want people to know if they're stepping into Purple Pack for the first time? If you're stepping into the dining room, please don't stand in the doorway. Walk to the dining room and find someone to get you a table. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. But if you're walking here for the first time, just be willing to take your time with the menu and like, ask questions because there's a lot of good stuff on there and you'll probably have to make a couple of trips to really get through it but um also always save room for dessert and what's that dessert uh my personally for me is the ube bread pudding with ube ice cream and is that's a no contest oh, yes. <laughs> um but there's the hollow hollow there's a cassava cake there's a flourless chocolate cake there's ube pie there's ube cheesecake there's ube cupcakes there's taran which is like a plantain rolled in like a flaky dough fried and covered with honey and scoop of ice cream it's also delicious it's just it's a large dessert menu as well as a regular menu and they're all worth trying but especially the bread pudding and my last question is when you're at purple patch what song or playlist puts you in your element uh so I make my own playlists specifically for it. And like the playlist I use now is just called like bar playlist number two. Um, I had my own playlist at Kitty's too that I put on, but it's a different crowd, different environment. And I don't think that playlist works for Purple Patch. So okay. that one's just kind of put to the side. But we also, uh, Zach and I, at the end of the night, uh, we have what we call Eon albums, which is E-O-N, Eon albums, uh, where we pick an album that we think is a perfect album and we just play that album all the way through okay. it's after the kitchen closes like while we're closing what was the last one you played the last one i picked so we, we've done a couple of cake albums we've done a couple of spoon albums i put on uh anima by tool at some point nice. it was lp was involved in whatever it was but it wasn't run the jewels i do have one more question it's a selfish one all right just to see how well you've known me. If I were to leave DC, I'm not going to, but if I were to leave DC <laughs> and I was going to Purple Patch one last time for a while, what food and cocktail would you serve me? What food and cocktail would I serve you? Um, it can be a combo. <laughs> it can be a combo. <laughs> I would probably do ginger pork belly as the dish, uh, which is basically like a crispy pork belly on top of a pancit 
Um, it's delicious. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the cocktail. Uh, on the current cocktail list, Chocolate City Manhattan. Ooh. Yeah. Wait a minute. Did Zach come up with that? Uh, that was that one was me. Yeah. Okay, because all right, I guess the last tidbit before we wrap this up. Um, I did uh, an episode filming with Zach, uh -huh. and I gave him a drink challenge, and he came up with a chocolate inspired old fashioned. Okay. And it Got was it. really good. Yeah. So you two are kindred spirits. Yep. And need to make this <laughs> need to make this union official. <laughs> and that's how I'm wrapping up this episode. <laughs> Oh, I've let the Zach know he's got the job. Sounds good. Thank you for joining me today. No, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>